the breaking down of borders and boundaries and just setting up the, the consolidation of power. We see his return in Matthew 24, verses 6 and 7. He said there will be wars and rumors of wars. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. That's not what the New Ages are telling us. That's not what the atheists are telling us. They're telling us that we would just join together and throw out the non-essential religious beliefs like Jesus is God, Jesus alone is Savior. We would just get rid of our religious differences and all gather together. We can have a one-world government and a utopian society, a perfect society on earth through the wisdom of man. Okay? No, the God's Word says even to the end there will be wars. God's word says in the last days will be nation rising against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Okay? You see, lasting peace is found only in Jesus. Isaiah 9, 6. Jesus is referred to, given many titles there, including the mighty God, but he's also referred to as the Prince of Peace. Okay? Jesus is the Prince of Peace. If you want peace, you've got to look to Jesus. Okay? Uh, I saw bumper stickers that said, uh, No Jesus, no peace. Okay? And then they also said, So, so, N-O, Jesus, N-O, peace. In other words, without Jesus, there is no true lasting peace. Okay? But then they also have bumper stickers made by the same people that say, No, Jesus, K-N-O-W, no peace, K-N-O-W, peace, okay? And then that's the truth our world needs to hear. We should, we Christians should not feel ashamed or embarrassed that we're opposed to this one world agenda that the atheists and the New Agers and many other people have. Lasting peace is found only in Jesus. Look at Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. And that reads, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. And it even goes to verse 7, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. So we're not to be wise in our own eyes. We're not to trust in the wisdom of man. We're to trust in the Lord with all our hearts. We're not to lean on our own understanding. Think, wow, we humans can get peace on this planet. We can solve all our problems. No. In all our ways, we need to acknowledge God. If God's truth differs from man's wisdom, then we need, need to say with Joshua, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. If the wisdom of man says we can bring peace on earth through human wisdom, and God's word says, no, you can't. Without the return of my son Jesus, you will not experience peace. Without the Prince of Peace, there is no peace. Then who are we going to agree with? we got to side with the Lord Jesus and with his word. We, we might have excuse to fall prey to the uh, deceitful lies of the globalists, okay? We might have excuse for that if God remains silent. But we have a God who has spoken. 
a God who revealed his truth to us in the Bible so that we should see, to, uh, see through his life. Now, this push towards world government, let me tell you, if it is not stopped, okay, and I, believe me, I'm not advocating forceful revolution and anything like that, but if it is not stopped uh, through uh, teaching, educating people in God's truth, if it is not stopped, I'll tell you what the final destination is going to be. The push towards world government will ultimately lead to the Antichrist kingdom of Revelation chapter 13, where the Antichrist will rule over all people, all nations on the earth. The demon-possessed man and his demon-possessed right-hand man, the false prophet, they will institute the mark of the beast, the 666, you have to receive on your right hand or on your forehead. It could be a microchip implant. But whatever the case, you can't buy or sell unless you receive that mark. But to receive that mark, you have to worship the Antichrist as God. This is what, uh, what one world government is going to get in mankind. And is, is it going to really bring peace? Now, according to the book of Revelation, not counting martyrs and natural death, one of every two people on the planet Earth is going to die in a three-and-a-half-year period. Is that really peace? I mean, even Ted Turner, he's a globalist. He wants a one-world government. He's, he's way more radical than Barbara Marsh Hubbard. I think it's like 80, 85, 90% of the world's population he wants exterminated because he knows it's easier to uh, enslave a few than enslave billions. Okay? So, I mean... God is pro-life. That's why he created life, okay? God is pro-life, and he has his formula for peace, which includes the Lord Jesus for any of principles. All anti-Christians, they may have their view on how to attain peace, but in the end, the way you have peace, and you bring in this supposedly comfortable lifestyle for many, is by slaughtering multitudes. And then the government leaders, since they reject God and his authority is above human government as above them, they see themselves as answerable to no one. They play God and they decide who lives and who dies. This is a horrible, horrible world that lies ahead if the globalist goals are achieved. Now, look at Revelation chapter 11. Just a couple of passages to close with. Revelation 11. By the way, about the Antichrist, Revelation 13, 7, talking about the Antichrist, it says, It was given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, and authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. And so he has authority, one world government authority over all peoples. Verse 8, And who will... And, and who dwell on the earth, all who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose name has not been written in the, the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. So you have the Antichrist being worshipped by the world and reigning over every nation. Um, uh, but if you look at Revelation 11:15, it says this, and the seventh angel sounded, so the seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, 
The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the day is going to come when the Lord Jesus Christ will bring the kingdom of God to earth. And when he does, he will bring peace. He'll enforce peace through his strength by shepherding the nations with an iron rod. Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 through 16. Now I saw heaven open, and behold a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. If you've read John chapter 1, you know that this is talking about Jesus. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, so that with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. And he himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has a name on his robe and on his thigh, the name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So when Jesus returns as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, he will bring peace to the planet Earth by shepherding the nations with an iron rod, by ruling the nations with a iron, uh, an iron rod. Jesus will bring peace to the planet Earth. Uh, God only wants a world government if it is led by an all-powerful, all-good king. And that is the King of Kings, the Lord Jesus. Nobody else has the credentials to take that position. Anybody else who tries to take that position is only going to lead us uh, towards war, towards bloodshed, and towards the slaughter uh, of innocents. And so should Christians, you know, should we be peacemakers? You bet. We're promised blessings of God in Matthew 5 for being peacemakers, but a true peacemaker fights for true peace. He doesn't jump on the bandwagon of pipe dreams of uh, godless people who think through human wisdom they're going to bring about peace when in reality they're going to bring about the slaughter of many. We need to be peacemakers. Number one, we need to help others find peace with God. You realize if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you're still at war with God. Okay? So number one, our goal should be to make peace between man and God, leading people to the salvation that comes only through Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins and rose from the dead to conquer death for us. But then number two, we should long to see peace between human beings on earth. Peace between man and other men. Okay, uh, but that doesn't mean, you know, there are some politicians that if they identify the, a problem and then, like poverty, and then propose a really dumb solution, which is no solution at all, which is, you know, government welfare programs, they think, they then try to claim that anybody who disagrees with them automatically hates the poor. Okay? No. Just because human wisdom identifies a problem, war, 
If they propose a false solution, okay, it doesn't mean we're pro-war by rejecting that false solution. What it means is we really are for true and lasting peace, but the only way it's going to come is when the Prince of Peace, the Lord Jesus, the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords return to shepherd the nations with an iron rod, and then and only then will we have lasting peace. Let's close with a word of prayer. Father, in Jesus' precious name, I pray, Lord, that each and every one of us would find peace with you through your Son, Jesus, acknowledging that he is our Savior, that he died on the cross for our sins, and that there is salvation in no one else. But I also pray, Lord, that we would find peace with other people, that the only way to find true and lasting peace on this planet, peace among men, uh, is for your Son, the Prince of Peace, to come and to reign and to provide that lasting peace for us and to shepherd the nations with an iron rod. Until then, Lord, the best we can do is have limited government with a strong military to protect our people to protect our rights and to set an example for other governments and other nations throughout the world. And so I pray, Lord, that you will continue to restrain the appearance of the Antichrist and the false prophet, that you would continue to hold back the floodgates of evil, that you would continue to restrain evil through godly, biblical government. Um, uh, but if the one world government comes in our lifetime. I just pray that you would strengthen us, empower us uh, to continue to remain true to you despite the persecution, knowing that your return is near. And so, Lord, we pray for lasting peace. We pray for the only true lasting peace, and that is the lasting peace that will come when your son returns as King of kings and Lord of lords and reigns over the entire earth. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.